Wow. And welcome to another edition of Tone Deaf Podcast. 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 <laughs> We got Kish in the building, of course, of course. Cody, of course. Nate Dogg. It's me. Nate Dogg filling up the shoes today of Javi. Got Uh, Nate Dogg in the building. Javi is in Disney. Don't tell him where he's at. The boy is moving Mexican kilos out of Mexico right now. If y'all want to see him look down around Mexico. Yeah, that's like one of his many side jobs. (laughs) Yeah, bro. Bro, be selling the pack. So if y'all need him, uh, DM this on that Instagram. (laughs) Javi kind of reminds me of Tuco on Breaking Bad. Like, if you guys want, if you guys want like an image of of Javi, that's what he looks like. That's funny as fuck, Tuco. Tuco. But yeah, man, you already know. uh, Sorry about that. It is episode eighty nine. I'm pretty sure it's episode ninety. Eighty nine. I'm pretty sure. I'm positive. Actually, I looked and I wrote it on uh, this here paper. Uh, But yeah, this is episode eighty nine of Tone Dev Podcast. Now. We might as well recap, but before we do, y'all go ahead and give us a follow on Apple Pie, Spotify, uh, Instagram, TikTok. Follow us on all that shit and give us five stars, man. Please, 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 please. But we should pick up where we left off on the last uh, couple of episodes. Now, if y'all know, we like to keep track of the sales numbers for the first weeks of these albums. Because we're, I mean, we're a music, sports, political podcast, you know? We talk about everything. But anyways, our latest... Uh, hit of an album that came out was the Beyonce Knowles album. Now, I don't know if we're going to be able to count this one, but let me just tell you what the numbers were. So, Cody, he guessed 400, was it? Yeah, 400. I, no, I think I, I think I changed, I actually changed mine to 350, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and I might have even, here? I, yeah, he's guessing. So, we, shit. I don't believe him. We all, we kinda, recorded it. So, guys, go listen we can up. Go back and look. I'm pretty sure I changed it to 325. Basically, we were, you definitely didn't change it to 325, bro. You definitely did. We can look at the car fact. <laughs> Tone Deaf, y'all go check. I don't remember that. I only remember uh, Javi changing his number. I don't even remember you changing yours. I th- I'm pretty sure I did, but yeah, we can go back and check. But, I mean, essentially, Nate Dog, what we did was we just all took a stab at how many uh, record sales we thought Beyonce could get in week one. Is it X, like you were saying 300 million or something? No, 300,000. 300,000. So put put this into perspective. So I'm just going to stick with our first numbers just because all of the other shit is kind of hazy for now. But Cody originally had 400. Uh, Hector originally. Fuck. Oh, God. So here's three that you can kind of compare them to. Jack Harlow's newest album got like 150. Uh Uh-huh. Post Malone's newest album got like one, like around one fifty as well. Okay. Kendrick Lamar got about two fifty or something like that. Okay. So, anyways, he I'm guessed put my guess so. at two seventy five. All right. Well, good because okay. we haven't exactly given out yet. Well, um, so yeah, Cody guessed four hundred, Javi guessed three seventy, and then I guessed three fifty at first. And then last week before the episode dropped, people came in with some new numbers. I don't necessarily remember those, but. Beyonce ended up selling, projected, the numbers have not officially come out yet, but she's projected to sell 315,000 for the first week. Okay. 315. What do you think of those numbers? Are those good numbers for the queen? I mean, shit, she beat Kendrick. That's a good number in my Wait, book. wait, what Kendrick sell? 250 something? Yeah, he was in, he was in the 200s. I pretty, like if you beat he Kendrick, like- then, but I mean, Beyonce's Beyonce, so maybe she should do better. Mm. I'm so surprised that Kendrick's album. It, I feel it like felt like a flop. I feel like she should be doing better. 
But 300 is a lot, apparently, nowadays, since no one else is flying over that 300 mark, I mean, this year. Yeah. Plus, when was her last album? Like, a long time ago, right? It was Lemonade. Yeah. And I didn't get much, I mean, I didn't see any ads about this album. I didn't, it wasn't really on my radar too much. When did Lemonade come out? Uh, Like, f- four to six years ago. Okay. Yeah, hard man, guesstimate. I'm still... Hard guesstimate. I still think that, like... Because if you look at Beyonce, like, her last few albums, I'm sure the numbers are going to be, like, really fucking high. Mm-hmm. Like, 750, 800. Like, that's what her and Adele and Rihanna are all used to getting like, way the fuck up there. But again, I'm sticking by this. And, uh, Dang, do you I remember think what Adele got her last one? Because I forgot. She just recently dropped, like... She just recently dropped her album, as a matter of fact. Uh, I can look it up, but I think it's harder to get, like, I'm always going to say this. It's harder to get stream, it's harder to get record sale numbers whenever they start adding in, like, stream mm-hmm. streams to it and stuff like that. And I mean, since, but they've been doing it for a while now. Like, people, but, we got we to gotta get with it. Uh-oh, but year after year after oh. year, every year, there's more people subscribing to streaming services. That's true. And less people buying CDs. That's true. That's true. That's yep. true. I mean, who's no, buying no. CDs anymore, actually? Because if you are, you're a fucking idiot. All right? I got, I got a couple. I agree. <laughs> I actually have a couple. No, I'm playing. <laughs> I bought CDs, like, last year, though, because I wanted to decorate my room with them, and then I never did. <laughs> not no more. Ornaments not even I was like this. Shit. I was like, this, uh, that, that's 1990s, 19... That, that's not going to be hip here in the 2010s. The thing is, like, CDs aren't nostalgic enough for me to buy them. Like, I'll just buy a record at that point. Yeah, know? that's yeah. true. That's true. CDs are kind of just... Lame. Yeah, I'm kind of curious if uh, CDs are ever going to become, like, the new records. Like, vinyls. I doubt it. I think there's just yeah, way I don't too... many they will either. Like, there are way too many on, CDs, and they're just the ugly. Disc, you know? Yeah, and the the vinyls come in like the big case, and you can frame them and shit. You know what I mean? You can't really frame a CD case. Yeah. I mean, it just wouldn't work. It's plastic. It's gonna crack and shit. I do miss the little papers that they that used to come with the albums that you could pull out. Sometimes it'd be a poster. Yeah, Sometimes it'd just be the track listing. But that part of music, you know, will be missed. So R.I.P. to it. But yeah, man, shout out to Beyonce. She did three fifteen. I think that might be the highest for the year, like at least. So at least you know. The queen still reigns as the queen we know what <laughs> with the, these numbers. Do we know if it's good or bad? Yeah, how is it? I haven't even heard it. I'll be completely honest with you. I haven't listened to one song from the album. <laughs> Neither have I. And only reason I didn't is because she dropped a single. Now, traditionally these days, people aren't dropping singles anymore to hype their album, which kind of forces you to listen through it and want to listen and find the ones. But when you do get someone who drops a single... Well, I'm going to judge that single heavily. And I thought that that single just wasn't it. It just wasn't it wasn't of my liking. So I knew for a fact I wasn't going to listen to the album. The album will have to listen to me. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I thought about what it. What a... Actually, dude, one thing I was kind of surprised about, I went through... I haven't listened to it, but I did look at the track list. And I, I don't know if she just didn't name drop them, but I didn't see any features on there. I think I, I think they're just solo songs. I don't think she has any features. Do you you you're gonna give her respect for that? You respect that? I do. She didn't have no features on her last album. She's the queen, man. She doesn't need features. Feels maybe like she's too good. Maybe features. maybe that's what I was gonna say. Or maybe people don't want to work with the queen. Nah, people don't want to work with Beyonce. Beyonce call it, bro. That's, that's <laughs> a success right there. Shit. You put yeah. that phone down. You, I wonder how. But, so there is there is a rumor going around. There was one woman. You can actually look this up in the album. 
But they said that there's one song on there where it took 24 writers to make the song. 24 writers are credited for this one song. That's crazy, man. I wonder how much they make. I know. What kind of bag does that hand out? Yeah. Like, damn, we just wrote a couple words. That would probably be easy as fuck. Writing for Beyonce. <laughs> just say whatever, bitch. They won't love it. <laughs> Dude, but, it, whenever you have someone like Beyonce, you can write any fucking lyrics you want, and it's going to sound beautiful. Mm-hmm. So, um, damn. I think it's though. smart on her part because part of it is, like, you don't want to come out with any flops. You want to protect the brand. For sure. And so if you feel like you got a little bit of uh, writer's block going on and you're that rich, fuck it, pay. pay yeah, 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 for sure. Do you think this is her – do you think this is the last album of hers that will sell – 315. What the fuck is that? I don't know. She's so iconic, you know, that I think that the fan base is never really going to go away. So is Kendrick. Yeah, yeah. But Beyonce, I'd say even more so than Kendrick. Yeah, I'd have definitely, to agree with definitely. that one. Yeah. Because Kendrick Beyonce, doesn't have a hive. Nah, yeah, Beyonce, exactly. <laughs> Beyonce, Beyonce has a hive. <laughs> the bees. Dude, yeah, like moms love Beyonce. It's a just she just makes like elevator and mall music, you know. Mm. You see that? I don't know personally. I don't know if I believe she'll be able to sell another good album because I'm just gonna say Lemonade. I thought was just trash. I just thought Lemonade. Was, I just couldn't connect to it. Maybe because I've never been cheated on by my husband or whatever the fuck she was going through at that time. But it was so bad that it made me lose respect for her. So. Man, I'm so disappointed I in like the, all the thousands Beyonce like kind of Me too. Like what the fuck, you know? single yeah. ladies? Yeah. Where are all the single ladies at? <laughs> That's what I'm the ring, I'm saying that what's that 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 last shit she came out with the surfboard people were talking about. What is it? Drunken Love. That was really her last hit album and that had nothing but slaps, but Dude, I haven't really heard any like fantastic albums from 2022 yet. And I know y'all are going to, I know Kish is going to say Drake's album. <laughs> I was about to say Drake's album. <laughs> that album was fantastic. The only, <laughs> I, listened, I listened to that shit once, put it down. I don't think I picked it back up. Damn. You wouldn't fuck, what didn't you like I mean, about it? I, it's one of those where I, I listened to it and I was like, you know, if I listen to it a couple times, it's probably going to grow on me. Mm-hmm. But I just, I listen to music if I'm in certain moods mm-hmm. and I just never would think like, oh, I'm in this mood. It's time to put on the Drake. Yeah, you know, that's true. That Posty has I the will, best album of the year to me so far. I will say the thing that I love about this Drake album, and what this is why I'm glad I did this. When you're growing up and you going out and you're chilling with girls, you always get to a point to where it's like you know you're like, all right, I gotta play some music for, I gotta play some shit for. And when I was growing up, a lot of times, not growing up like I'm old as fuck, but back in the day, you could play like some old Drake. And then the girls would be into it. They like, oh, he's playing that old Drake. But then the new Drake started coming out, and then you would play it, and then people would just be like, oh, I mean, this is this is just that Drake. Everyone listens to Drake, so you really weren't getting any love or credit for just putting on like a you know a slapping song. Yeah, I will say this album has the it has that effect back. Like you can you can go through and like handpick a couple like classy songs. Tie that binds, tie that binds. I'm saying, just listen to it. You play that in front of a girl, she's definitely gonna be like, "Wow!" I mean, a girl who doesn't really listen to like rappers or like Drake or shit like that. Like, there's a lot of them out, but not not that many. But <laughs> there there's some of them out there. They would go crazy for that. I feel, I feel. But uh, yeah, man, uh, dude, I will say that Drake's newer album's better than Certified Lover Boy. Oh, you heard some more of um of um. Of- I, yeah, I have. I like the I like the vibe to that a lot more. Just like housey. 
type too. music that's and just, listen, to, listen to it again. Bro, that's just going to hit overseas. I just imagine anywhere else because you can literally play it anywhere. Like, no, you can play it like anywhere. I saw a meme or a picture on that. It was like, this video or this music, this album was made for people vacationing in Europe. Yeah, basically. definitely. That's why he's going to make so much bread off of it. It was a really good business move. But you think it was, you think Post Malone had the best album of this year? How many si. what other albums have si, come senor. out? I'm going to have to go. I would have to definitely go Drake right now as far as the the, the hip-hop rap scene. Um, Personally, man, like that, yeah. I, I think a lot of people are going to pick the second. Well, Certified Lover Boy came out last year, didn't it? I think that came out the year before last, but I could be wrong. I think it came out in 2021. Doesn't There's matter. no way it was 2020, but I think a lot of people are probably going to pick the Drake album as the best one of the year so far. There just really hasn't been a whole lot of great shit come out this year. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I haven't listened to the Drake album more than once, but I still struggle to find an album that I think is really worthy of being best. Yeah. I mean, it's damn, it's not technically early anymore. Like at this point, people are putting their shit in like, yeah. Anything on the, on the board is supposed to drop soon. I know that. Oh yeah. 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 That's what is dropping throughout the rest of the year. We might as well talk about, we have have two nominees for album of the years coming out on this Friday, actually. And this is going to be Eminem with curtain call Two. That won't be album of the year. NBA young boy with slime. No, I don't even know what it's called. (laughs) (laughs) I really don't know what it's called, but I know for a fact it's about the wait. So, so young boy and Eminem are not collabing. That's what I thought was. (laughs) (laughs) I think he thought that. I thought that too. I was like, whoa, they have an album. Like, holy shit. What a, what an interesting collab. Like, man, fucking. I mean, were you not interested in the Lil Nas X young boy collab? I didn't even know that happened. (laughs) Y'all haven't heard? Fuck BT. Fuck BT. That's getting a little too far in the rap game for me, man. Lil Nas X? (laughs) (laughs) I listen to industry, maybe, but that's probably like the most, like, uh, fucking, I don't know what you'd call him, the most, not pop culture, prominent. Lil Nas X is just like, he's like a. Dude, he's an industry baby, the, the an sad, industry plant, yeah, man. That's, that's not really perfect word for it, I guess. I'm not gonna say this is sad, but this is weird, interesting to me. I would say it's bad, but all the kids, the young kids, know who Lil Nas X and NBA YoungBoy is, and it's like those are the poster childs for like hip hop music right now. In my opinion, they're both fucking terrible. That's what I'm saying. Like you got, you got, you got one dude who's super flaming, flaming so hard that he burns anybody he gets near. Yeah. And then you got another person who's just a straight killer, possibly <laughs> a possible like killer. Opposites, bro. <laughs> That's what I, bro, that collab blew me out. I was like, wow. I'm to to I'm you, like, got, you got Eminem coming over here, like re-releasing old shit. Like his, 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 oh, is this the greatest hits album? His album that's coming out on Friday is called Curtain Call 2. Which, Curtain Call 1 was like, it came out in 2003. Uh, no, I'm sorry. It came out in 2005. And it had all of his, That's like, his... one of my favorite his, albums of his. I mean, it's yeah, dude. Because uh, it just had all of his bangers on there. <laughs> but I think Curtain Call 2 is going to be, like, his last three albums. Like, the biggest hits off his last three or four albums. What was the fall-off album for Eminem? Uh, he lost me... He lost me at Cinderella, man. I don't know which one that one was. But Dude, I, that, after that one, I that, saw uh, it. Pe- me on people? the album cover with the plane on it. You know what I'm talking about? Or was that Recovery? Oh, no, 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 no. That was... Uh, Recovery is the one I'm talking about. No. That's the one that Rap was... got on it, ain't it? No, no. Or, no, that... was a song. 
No, it might have been a song. It might have been Kamikaze. was where I was like, this guy lost me, man. I used to fucking love Eminem. Like, he was the best. Mm-hmm. He actually, it's like, oh, everything he puts out now is just. He like, actually lost me before like that, even, dude. Yeah. So, like, I the album with Cinderella, man, I loved that shit. Me too. I literally used to know, like, word from word. Because that's when he was coming at the Illuminati, I thought, in his music. Yeah. yeah. So I used to play that shit all the there time. There was a lot of, like, Illuminati stuff going around whenever he uh you were made watching that, that album. shit too yeah people because he kept wearing that little diamond necklace and people were like did you believe it did you believe him triangle in it necklace for a second uh nah i was convinced I was bro marketing ploy honestly. i was con- I, once i got older and i realized that the illuminati shit is just a marketing ploy like we should change the podcast to illuminati we blow through the roof but once i realized that i was very pissed at all the artists who use that shit to kind of like Trick, basically trick kids, because I would play that shit over and over again. Like, damn, that nigga, they really trying to get him to sell his soul. Like, and all the while, he was like, how they going to really eat this shit up. But, uh, yeah, dude, I think that he lost me after. So you got Recovery, which has Cinderella Man on it. And then the one after that, you got Marshall Mathers LP2. It's okay. That one I really didn't hear much of. But it was listenable. And then the one after that, Revival. That's when I was like, all right, dude, this fucking is trash. Yeah, that might have been the point for me, too. I just remember Kamikaze, in my mind, I just remember listening to that song and being like, this is a dumpster fire. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) What do you think? The first time where I just really turned on him, because at first, you know, it's very hard to shit on someone you've really liked for a long time. Right. That nigga made stand. I fucking idolized this man as a kid, (laughs) dude. What do you think it was? Do you think it was his mother or his daughter or, like, that type of internal shit? Because once he couldn't talk about, like, his mother, apparently, like, you might know more about this than me, Cody. Yeah, his mom sued him. Like, for some some thick bucks. Because he used to say, like, I'm going to fucking kill you, mom. Like, get raped, mom. Like, literally, like, horrible shit. And she used to feed this nigga volume. She created that monster. He does say that. <laughs> he claims that his mom fed him volume and beat he the hell out of him. He claims. You don't believe him? I believe him, bro. I believe him, too, just because he did come from, he came from, like. Just look how sick his mind is. You can almost see, but you say he come from what? Like, just the streets, like, the gutter, pretty much, like, he came from nothing. He really did, dude. He was a dishwasher, like, while he taught himself how to rap at a, at a, <laughs> at a country club. A dishwasher at a country club. Damn, he made it to a country club? And Well, like, probably a shitty one. Are there any shitty country clubs? No. I, <laughs> when I was 14, I, I read a book about Eminem. <coughs> what was the book? I don't remember. Oh. I was, like, 14. Oh. Well, what, what? It's, like, 30 years ago. So, never nothing embedded in your mind about the book that you even remember, except that he worked at the country club? For some reason, that was one of the things that stood out to me is that he was a dishwasher. Yeah, that always is. Always showed up on time, never late, never it, missed a shift. It doesn't really surprise me, though. Like, I can see him doing, like, I mean, no offense to him, but some low-down, dirty work. Yeah. <laughs> I had to dishwash for, uh, I never was an official dishwasher. I just dishwashed when I didn't want to work the counter. It's just crazy, like, I wonder what it would be like to uh, to be a dishwasher, and then you just start rapping, and then... Like all of a sudden, dishes. all of a sudden, now rich, rich, rich you're rich. fucking a millionaire. Yeah, you go from being I'm a sure, dishwasher to a millionaire. I'm sure you've heard Cody. You the missed story the part about with how Dr. Dre like found his tape. Have you heard uh, this? I think so, but you can remind so, me. Uh, Dr. Dre it was back when he was kind of signing on new artists or discovering some new guys. 
and he would get just tons of uh, cassette tapes because they didn't have CDs back then. And he would he would just sit through and listen to them. But uh, but it got to a point where he'd throw most of them away. Like he wouldn't even listen to them. He'd have other people listen to them, kind of filter through type of shit. Lazy and, fuck. Uh, yeah, and there was a time where he was going to throw out all of the cassettes that day or that week, whatever. And one of them fell out of the fucking bag. And the one that fell it was his out cover. of the bag was Eminem's, like, his, his mixtape or whatever that he was trying to send to Dr. Dre. Eminem owes and, everything to God. Yeah. Because <laughs> it dropped out of this bag, and then he decides to pop it in and actually listen to it. And that's how he learned about Eminem. Like, you can, you can still listen to that mixtape. It's called Infinite. No, no, nobody so want to hear good. that trash. No, I'm kidding. Dude, I'm he kidding. goes the fuck off in it. <coughs> this is when he was, like, super raw, dude. Mm. You can tell he sounds young, but he sounds so good. Yeah, I used to really like him, but like I said, I, I just have no respect for... Um, I can't necessarily say I have no respect for sellout, because in somewhat sense... He I, he used to be so Drake is kind of a sellout. Now he's, like, he's really for the powers that be. I just yeah. I, w- I just wish he would have stuck on his uh his kind of against everybody type of mentality he used to have. Like he was like, nigga, I'm I'm the lowest of low and I don't give a fuck how low you might be. And it just didn't give a fuck about anybody. But now he's all I gotta rap, get all on Trump's head. Shout out to the gays. I'm gay. Or am I? Or is he? I'm still trying to figure that shit out. Dude, he used to rap with such anger and animosity that like it sounded dope as fuck. And then now it's like He's not really that angry anymore. So, like, he doesn't have that fire in his belly anymore, you know? <laughs> and it just sounds like pussy shit. Yeah. It's like this awfully hot coffee pot. Yeah. I don't even want to go through all that. Yeah. That's embarrassing. <clears throat> Shout out to Eminem, man. Man, your friend of the pod. I'm, I'm but, fucking done talking about Eminem. But, um, yeah, so let's go ahead and move on to this. What's, uh, what's, what's your, what's your topic for the day? Get to- <laughs> no matter how many times I try to say it, Cody's always going to do that. What's your topic today? No, in- introduce it for me. Just say one, one more time. Get, cue me in again. Hey, Kish. Hey. What would you like to talk about today? So, the people, when I say the people, I mean the regular people, humans, civilians, they were up in arms today. About all right, all right, all right. Why you ask? About you ask. We're up in arms every day. Exactly. So why were there extra and up in arms? Well, a national government official, very high ranking female of power, took a trip to Taiwan today. Ooh. And who might that female be? Nancy. Big booty Pelosi get no man. <laughs> More like big booby Pelosi. <laughs> She's got some knockers, man. <coughs> she does have some milkers. Uh, <laughs> She's in her eighties. Shout out to Nancy Pelosi, thick at no man. <laughs> but Nancy Pelosi decided to take a trip to Taiwan, and you want to break this down, dude? All right, so. <clears throat> Here's, here's why like it was so controversial. A lot of people have probably heard that she's going to Taiwan, but don't exactly know why it's such a big deal. Yeah, why is so, it a big deal? So there's a, there's, a couple, there's a couple reasons this is big news. Uh, for one, this is the highest U.S. ranking official that has gone since the 1980s. Holy shit. Think of my grandpa was hot in the 1980s. And so that's the main thing. So basically, like, we don't, 
send officials there very often. Why? Here, here's why. Okay. Because China views us sending government officials to Taiwan as we're okay with as us basically saying, "Hey, we think of Taiwan as a sovereign country separate from China." Oh shit. And so because in their eyes they're like you know like everyone knows China's trying to take take Taiwan and oh, dominate. Oh, so we're it. stepping on China's net. China's feet with this. And so China, China's basically like in their, a perfect world in their eyes is America wants to talk to Taiwan. Like they'll just come to Beijing because China owns Taiwan. Like that's what they would prefer. They don't want, they don't want us to recognize Taiwan. They don't want us to recognize Taiwan as an independent country. What the fuck she doing in Taiwan? She about to get us fucked up. Dude, honestly, <laughs> I'm going to be honest. I fucking big respect the move. Like, I'm not afraid to respect where respect is due. Like, Hell yeah. Give I, it that I shit. I think that's like... <coughs> uh, because it needs to be done. Like, someone needs to step up and say, hey, like, we're going to protect democracy and democratic interests in the East. Mm. And China is authoritarian. Taiwan is democratic. And realistically, Taiwan's the government that we should and want to deal with. Uh, is it is it popping in Taiwan? I don't know. There's don't like know. 25 million there. people that live on that one island. Yeah. Ooh, so China, Pelosi up there making money moves. Probably, probably. But okay. China is like regularly doing military drills of invading Taiwan and like getting ready for that. And the American military has said that they've done battle drills now where unfortunately if a battle, if war were to break out, Taiwan would be captured by China. We would lose that battle. We would win the war, obviously. Mm. But China now has military capabilities where if it went down, they would take Taiwan. Um, and I think that they're they're kind of they've been gearing up to do this. Why do they want and, Taiwan? Uh, just economic interests. Is it close? It's very close to them. It will give them further control <coughs> of this like mm. kind of like a canal this almost. Canal, yeah, this kind of transport mm. area which they've been trying to take is like the South China Sea. They've been building islands out there, building artificial islands. To extend their military control, um, to basically like control this sector of commerce that gives the, they, it's going to boost their economy a shit ton to have control of it. And Taiwan, their government is the only government that actually poses a threat to China because uh, that's technically, in a way, you could say that's the real government of China, and they got ousted by the authoritarian Ooh. government, and so they actually have rightful claims Holy to China's shit. government as well. Shit is yeah. deep over here. Taiwan does? So, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Taiwan like, has always been a part of China, but whenever the communist revolution happened, all the democratic nationals and all the democratic, all the people that supported democracy fled to Taiwan. And then Taiwan became its own thing. So they can watch porn in Taiwan. Yeah. I oh, believe so. And they can get on Facebook. Oh, yeah, they so they live in the life things. in Taiwan. They actually Damn. have some freedom over there. Dude, China's always wanting to take China over. China can't allow that shit. Yeah. China's always yeah, wanting to. China's <laughs> fucking up. But I think this is why Nancy Pelosi's going over there because she's saying, like, <coughs> don't fucking invade them because we still respect them type of thing. Oh. With, with, with Russia invading okay. Ukraine, mm -hmm. the fear is that now China is going to become emboldened and take Taiwan within two, three years. You know? And well, so what's the one they to just took? Ukraine. No, no, not Ukraine. The the Chinese place that people was just in up and arms about. There's another spot. Hong Kong. Hong Kong. Yeah, Hong Kong. Yeah. Damn. Dude, China really wants to take fucking everything. They 
They want Hong Kong. They want Taiwan. They're an aggressive, now, like, you know, it's kind of authoritarian, like semi-communist because it's like a weaponized capitalism that's owned by the government. I think they're tired of being behind the U.S. economically as well. Well, this is kind of crazy. I actually, because I wasn't even really expecting this, but this kind of brings me to my topic. So we'll just kind of combo our topics. But uh, Andrew Tate, do you have you heard about him? At yeah, all, yeah. these dudes have never heard about him. He's the most Google man like on the fucking planet. On TikTok and shit. I, just, <laughs> I go on. I, I, you just see videos of him everywhere, and I don't know how. Like this guy blew up out of fucking nowhere. Mm-hmm. I heard. So I heard that he has actually been paying a fuck ton of people to like just post his shit out there for like. Because mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure you've been seeing the videos of him, but it was like six months ago, or maybe you know, at some point I started seeing videos of the guy, but before that point. Never seen one video of the guy at all. Damn. I feel like he's got some valid shit. And, like, I, I don't know. Like, we could talk about him. But I do know, like, I don't I think he was a world champion kickboxer. Mm-hmm. But then just started getting plastered all over social media. And now he's kind of like a, you know, he's, he's almost like a Dan Blazarian type of dude now. Where yeah. people just, he's just everywhere. That's honestly, yeah, kind of what he is. Like the Dan Blazarian type. Because you don't really know how he makes his money. But I watched him do an interview with Nelk. And, then, and he was talking about... Um, how he created like an elite website basically where people have to pay a membership fee of like $5,000 to be in it. And then they put you up against task and shit like that. But anyways, I wasn't really talking about him to really talk about what he was saying, but he said something that like sparked into me that made me think, holy shit, you can kind of figure out who controls everything. Now they had asked him a question and you, people always go into spills and they're talking about, well, they, they don't want you doing that. Uh, they're going to, they're going to do this so they can take control of the kids in the schools. And then kids are now the parents are at work. They don't have time with their kids. Shit like this. And he had said, um, he had said people like they asked him, they said, who is it? Who are the people that stay? And then uh, he said, if you want to know who they are. Just go look at where all the money is. And I was like, what Fucking the fuck? 100%. Dude. I know. And then I was like, I've never really ever looked at that before in my life. So what I did was I was like, <clears throat> I Googled. I was like, what are the most profitable companies? companies like ever what are the most profitable companies and it was so crazy because china had like three or four in the top 10 and like the most profitable companies and they're like banks and agriculture shit and i was like what but they're making so they're making like almost as much money pretty much as like apple apple was the number one on the company was the number one on the list (laughs) but they even but like china china has ties in apple so it's like not only do they have their own companies where they're making the most money but then there's they got other companies that they're invested in who are making the most money, yeah, like what, Apple. Uh, what Apple products are produced in China? I think those the phones are they made in the, the, the phones are made in Cooper Cupertino, California. Oh, really? no way. <clears> like the chips that what are made the, in China. Something the, there are big old like I think it's the chips and the components are made. Is it the lithium batteries? It would probably it probably has something to do with like the guts of the I, phone. I think it's the lithium batteries. It, it might be. And you know what's crazy? I've heard Joe Rogan talk crazy. about it. So I watched this documentary of that Apple factory in China, and they put in nets, like, along the side of the building so that jump so the workers can't kill themselves. Oh, God. it's, like, that bad of working conditions, and, like, you're getting paid fucking $1.50 an hour, you know, some China wages, you know? They literally and just make they enough. They literally put, like, that's how, that's just fucked up there, man. They're like, oh, you're going to get, you know, oppressed and then we're going to, like, make it so bad, we're, we're not going to let you kill yourself. Like, Bro, they're literally, but, China's literally, I've said this so many times, mm-hmm. but, like, people who work in sweatshops in China, they're literally modern-day slaves. Like, 
They make just enough money to be able to provide yeah. themselves with if like really what slaves had back every, in the day, like food and that only makes enough to get by. Like if you don't have enough after you pay your bills, you're you're kind yeah, of a, you're slave. a modern day. Slave you are kind of a modern day slave. You're getting but, your amenities. You're just enough to live. And that's literally like, like you're, if you're you doing make that and working for somebody, you know? if you make seven twenty five an hour, which is minimum wage in Oklahoma, right? Or have they raised yeah, it? It's still seven twenty five, which is fucking ridiculous, bro. No one can get by on that. Could you imagine yeah, like no you work way. seven hours and you make less than fifty dollars <laughs> before? But this is the list so you can see. Out. It's four Chinese banks. Yeah. That's crazy. And like all the other companies, there's one other bank up there, which who knows what the fuck they're up to. This is the type of shit that can get me killed that I'm letting y'all know about. Because China's about to start going through a real estate crisis. I think they're already going through it. So all these banks are about to start getting fucked. But, you know, China will probably make some moves to bail them out. There's there's a way to make moves where you can make money when people suffer off of that shit. The craziest thing is Mm -hmm. one, like, Maybe a couple of days ago, I was just thinking about, like, I was kind of young at the time, so I didn't think about what it was, but mm-hmm. if you just think about what the bank bailouts were back in 2008, like, the mm. government, with money from all the taxpayers in America, paid privately held banks so that they could not go bankrupt, and so that they would not fail, and that, like, the financial system wouldn't collapse. So, yes, it would have been complete chaos if they didn't bail them out. But, but it's fucked up. <laughs> essentially, the government decided without the decision of the people, I to pull nobody, the nobody voted on this shit, mm-hmm. and the president decided we're going to use the taxpayer money to pay fucking wealthy-ass private Yeah, they should have had a vote. To stay alive. Yeah, and they should have had a vote. Nigga would have got a no from me. From yeah. the free people, it would have been a resounding no. They're like, what the fuck? Sounds like they fucked up. <laughs> yeah, we do not get a lot of sense. A lot of shit that happens in this country, man. Yeah, it is kind of pathetic because, you know, there is this illusion of freedom. But it's like, man, we got to pay for this shit. Like, yeah. the yeah. working class of America, the backbone of America, they putting the actual food on the table. And then Dude. the other people take it. Oh, I'm going to take this food invested in these other countries. Make sure their people eat. Make sure they build companies. And then when they'll be back, we'll be back. What are what do our <laughs> what do our tax rates look like compared to other countries? Do you have any any clue, Nate Dog? Like, I actually don't know that. I really, I'm curious I because I'm sure. I think that the tax rate is higher <clears throat> in Europe. I may be now, wrong. Now I'm really, curious because really really I'm thinking know. like that. Yeah, they can they can make it seem like yeah, you're America's free. I like you have all this freedom. But their tax rates are so high, dude. Our government has so much fucking money. Like, they can... They, we, spend, they put, we spend so much that we're still in deficit. All right, so the top 10 countries yeah. with the highest personal income tax. Last year, Japan, 55%. Holy fuck. Damn, dude. I mean, that's the Yo. price. That's the price. Dude, Japan's economy has been stagnant as fuck for the last, like... 10, 20 years. Bro, we fighting they at fifty five percent. At fifty five percent, you making more than I make for working. That is ridiculous. That is absolutely ridiculous. All Could right. you imagine your salary is a hundred thousand dollars a year? You take home forty five. Yeah, I would literally probably like just fucking end it all. Crazy. All right. So, <clears throat> what the fuck? So apparently, there's another country called Ivory Coast, and they have sixty percent. God, they definitely not playing. Ivory Coast? 
Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that, that means. Me either. I don't. I don't know what that is. Some secret country for billionaires. Yeah, whatever the fuck goes on in Ivory. Yeah. I mean, it's Jeffrey Epstein's little island. It might be. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> I don't know. Taxes the fuck out of everybody there. Did they ever find out what the name of that was? I don't think it has a name, does it? Epstein Island. That's what I'm gonna call it. Yeah, I think that's probably what it's called. Yeah. What's he up to nowadays? Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to see where America Chilling with lies God. on this list. It looks like China might be closer to the top of this list. So, which I'd imagine the yeah, average the is 28. What are you looking at? The highest income. Te- okay. See, I was only asking because I was curious how close the U.S. was to the top because it could you they could literally be like, all right, yeah, you're free. You got freedom, but like we tax you more than any other country. United States, Dude, according to this list, they are closer to the bottom. The only countries under the United States is Zambia, Nambia, Zambia, <laughs> Zambia uh, Mexico, uh, Ethiopia, and the Philippines. Those are the only countries under America. Okay, so I guess ours is really not that bad. Why the fuck does shit seem so bad? <laughs> like does, apparently man. motherfuckers are being robbed across this. And this is the personal. This is according to uh, income tax. All right, maybe that's not the list I'm supposed to be looking at. Don't take these as facts. These are coming straight from Max Kellerman himself. I take them with a grain of salt. Um, but yeah, I'll try to find a better list. Man, I'm cool paying taxes, but I just want them to go to things that actually matter. You know. All right, let me see what U.S. is. I found a better list. Tulsa, uh, Tulsa, Imagine Oklahoma this. in general doesn't know how to spend tax awesome, dollars. Dude. Check. Listen to this. What if we just brought down the tax rate? five percent federal and we use that strictly to fund the outward facing military and forward foreign policy and then the local governments do five percent just for law enforcement so we can enforce the rules strip you know i don't know that's the problem is you got to strip all the social spending and shit which like keeps everything fluffy you know so are you are you suggesting because we watched a video the other day about like heck uh javier and i did but it was like a uh libertarian explanation video and it was saying like libertarians which i almost consider myself one but literally the point is like government exists yeah. to keep people safe and that's only, that's only, it really to li- to yeah that kind of should be it i'll I'm fuck also, with that i'm also libertarian the only counter argument is when in like a pure libertarian state like um there's no social programs for anybody like Homeless people will just die on the street. Like, you'll have elderly people just dying all the time. Like, they don't have, uh, um, like, if you get past the age of 80 and you don't have any savings, there won't be Social Security for you or anything like that and all this shit. But Social Security is going out out anyways. Like, by the time we're there, it's not going to be there for us. So, I, I am libertarian, but that's the counter argument is, uh, like, there's a lot of fluff in America because we have these little social programs. Yeah. I, I really don't even think they work, dude. Like, I still think everybody's... Me, I don't think they work. Either. I think people are just grabbing their money. Like that's the thing in libertarian society, <clears throat> a lot of freedom, but everyone's just on their own. You know, like if you do lose, you you lose pretty hard, probably. Yeah. Um, so this list I'm looking at can't be right because it says America has a zero percent sales tax. Yeah, that's not federal right. Federal sales tax. Maybe. Oh, so federal no sales yeah. tax. We okay. don't have a federal sales tax on. Well, uh, but there's items. a corporate tax. Yeah, there's a corporate tax, and I think it's like a, it's the state has sales tax. I'm pretty sure. <clears throat> so okay. if I go to Walmart and buy a loaf of bread, oh wow, you're paying like seven percent to the state of Oklahoma. There's no and state. Federal gets nothing out of that. Don't 
There's no state tax um, in these other places, though. Yeah, because states don't exist in those places. Wow. So this state, that's the way they're sneaking in their other percent. Because these other countries, they got all this, you know, this other shit, I guess. But they don't have a state tax. They just got an income and a... You know, One thing that I fucking can't stand about Oklahoma is that they have property taxes. Oh, I know, dude. I could go off. On I hate taxes. that they're shit, man. Theft. They're saying, "Oh, you bought an asset. Let me like, give me some money for it each year, or else I'm going to take your asset." That's yeah, that don't make no basically. sense. <laughs> yeah, you bought it with your own hard old, like hard earned yeah, cash, and like for this shit, dude. Not I did the math the other day, so I've owned this house for three years. Guess how much I've at, like has gone towards the principal over three years? It's scary. Uh, principal. The principal is the actual equity, right? The actual like, what part of the house have I paid off? Maybe like thirty k. Not even close. Really, eight thousand. <laughs> over three years. Though. That's why whenever I first started learning about mortgages, I was like. All a fucking scam, dude. Like, <laughs> just, like, why? That's is why this, people are gearing. Like, people are trying to do more like fifteen-year notes now. You know, like yeah. just get the house well, the paid off. Why? Why did the loans go to where? It's like, why do I have to pay off the majority of the interest first? That never makes sense to me. What? What is the reason for that? Instead of just then, allocating it throughout the whole. Yeah, because what happens <coughs> is you pay off more interest and less principal in the beginning, and then towards the end, you're paying off more principal and less interest. So it's like you have to wait a long time to really have that equity in your house. Because that interest is like, without getting like too mathematical, it's like <laughs> if it's a $170,000 house, the interest rate is, it's if it's 5%, it's uh, so 5% paying, of whatever is left of the principal, right? Okay, and now <laughs> so I, it I, decreases yep, each time. Yep, I get that. I get that. But not only yeah. do you have to pay interest, you got to pay property taxes, Federal taxes, like, dude, you got to have homeowners insurance. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's all a racket. Like, it's like I don't need, the, I don't need this shit. <laughs> and like, it's nice to have an escrow Damn. account with the mortgage company. So like, if the roof caves in or like something happens, like you do have insurance money, but dude, you might only need to get into your escrow account like once or twice when you own a home. It's so stupid. So, I mean, it's like if you're enjoying something, it's like a house or like a boat or something like that, it's not really an investment. It's like you're just pumping money into it. But if you want to make it an investment, like an asset, then like get get tenants in there, start turning it into something that's going to like. Yeah, a boat definitely is not an asset. No, it's not a money. It's not unless you rent it out, unless that's your thing. Can you rent a boat out? Like if I bought a boat, I could rent it out. Maybe if you lived in Miami. There are boat rental companies that own boats and they rent them out. Huh. Maybe in uh, what's that place? Big Broken Bow. They probably do that Broken type of Bow. shit there. Yeah, but you have to. I mean, have pretty good insurance on there and be okay with never really using your boat and probably getting trashed all the time. So, mm. True. I would never do that. That's the thing. If I wanted to enjoy my boat, I would never do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I damn. wouldn't want it driven around as much too, because like the more miles are put on it, it does it go off of miles on the boat? Like, here's how many miles you've driven right, on the no, boat. Does, all right, uh, all right, hours. all right, all right, all right. Hours, hours. All right. <clears throat> but anyways. I'm just curious. But anyways. Yeah, sidetracked. Before, before, what before this goes too far. <laughs> so, uh. Um, but, yeah, we can go ahead and move on from this. So, let's talk about it. Uh, we've talked about it hella here. 
um, the LIV and uh, PGA Tour beef yeah. that's going on right before it's our crazy, very, man. very eyes. I actually live for this shit. It's, I love I got to go to the little men's room. Can you explain what's going on with this Tiger Woods shit? <laughs> yes. So I what did he just, he just denied a <clears throat> contract? Yeah, I will explain this. Um, so right now there is a huge dispute going on with the LIV and uh, PGA where LIV is basically overpaying anyone who they can grab to just play on their circuit so they can garner support. Who knows? Maybe be an established golfing uh, company. They offer Tiger Woods somewhere between seven hundred and eight hundred million dollars to join LIV, and he turned it down. He turned it down. So first, how much money does he even make to be able to turn down seven hundred and eight hundred million dollars? Like, how much money you got to be wrecking in? It's a big game that's going on right now. So first that, and then it's like, why? Why would you? What is this loyalty to the establishment? I don't know. First of all, where do y'all stand in this? You talking about uh, Tiger Woods not wanting to move to the LIV? Uh-huh, for $800 million. Uh, Man. Because who even gives a fuck about the 700 anymore? You got to think about Tiger Woods as like a veteran. He's been in the game a lot longer than some of these Amateurs that are moving to the LIV. Mm-hmm. He's so tied in with the PGA Tour community. That might play a big, big factor into why he's not leaving. Yes. He's had more time in it. He's had more time to make develop connections and relationships within the league. True, true, true. You know, if you work somewhere for 40 years, you're much less likely to move and leave for a competitor than if you worked there for a year, mm-hmm. you know. That's also, my two cents. Also, and this is a very, I'm stretching uh, by even thinking about this, but who knows? Maybe he has some internal stock or not stock, but I'm opening up the word stock when I say he has stock in PGA to where it holds more value if he sticks with it than if he goes and goes with LIV. That's where I'm at. I really think that there is, you know, background power plays. Backdoor dealing. Exactly. (laughs) I think he's going to make more out of it by staying with PGA than going to live. Yeah. Uh, Because, like, the PGA pretty much has a monopoly on golf right now. True. Uh, And what they say is, so live is being supported by Saudi Arabia. They're the ones putting it on and – couple of the partners these these partners are like countries and they say that they're the sponsorship that would be on with live that's also on with pga they do 40 billion dollars worth of business in those countries so that'd be 40 billion dollars worth of revenue that now that ad money would start going to the live Mm. rather than the pga so the pga knows that they got to fight this shit like hell. They're going to be eating off they play. Because it's a $40 billion pie that they're fighting over. And so whatever they offered Tiger, they know they're they're probably like, yeah, we'll we'll get you a billion dollars at some point because (laughs) we're protecting a $40 billion pie. So it's probably some crazy shit. And I'm so interested by all this stuff because it really is like this Monopoly power player PGA. Yep. He's just bullying the fuck out of this new league live. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even garnering like, Support. support. I support live. Yeah. And there's I, I well, they're live. saying. I mean, they're they're. I mean, rightfully so. I don't know to what extent you know, but 
I feel like the PGA will almost not s- stop short of saying that Liv is supported by like terrorists and shit because it's, like, <laughs> it's tied to Saudi Arabia and that's like the vibe that they're putting out and that's why like you have a lot of grassroots Americans that are like, nah, I'm not gonna watch that because it's like Saudi Arabia, you know. I wonder how much they offered like Chuck because apparently Chuck might be leaving. Um, yeah. they're whatever offering, they're offering everybody. So I feel like Tiger's is the, probably the only one where someone could offer him more than that. Because he's such a he's such a central figure. Oh yeah, popular. for sure. But I know for everybody, uh, damn near across the board, everyone's getting offered way more to play at Live than in the PGA, and you get paid just for entering the tournament in Live, not for making the cut. So everyone in there gets paid every tournament. Wow. So it's really better for the golfers because they yeah, it's better for the golfers. But the PGA. Is if I'm a golfer, I'm going to Live. Dude, I'm going Saudi, to Club Live. Saudi Arabia. Has so much fucking money, dude. Not more than China. They don't have nearly as many people as the U.S. does. So they probably have, and they don't have any like professional sports really or anything like that. So they probably have so much money just sitting around. Like over there are gonna be so sick. You know why they have? You know why they have hella money over there? Because oil, Aramco. It's oil, dude. Uh, uh, Do we have any Aramcos here? I don't know. I don't know what that is. That's that gas station, right? Carter, he works for Concy. He works for uh, he works for uh, Zico. Their sole client is Saudi Aramco. Like that's what they do. Really, they billions of dollars of business with Saudi Aramco. So they ship all their products to Saudi Arabia after they're built uh-huh. from BA. Uh-huh. Wow. Mm. Do you think that Tiger Woods going to LIV has anything to do with like? The competition in the PGA is going to trim down, so his chances of winning are a little higher now. Oh, uh, you say for Tiger? Damn. Yeah. I guess you know technically. I mean, he's still gonna get his ass rolled. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't think he has any more hope I to think win either. Pure political. It's just a decision to either further his brand or further his bank account. Like, and maybe he has some loyalty, but it's hard to have loyalty when someone's offering you eight hundred million. I know, like, come yeah. on now. Like, now I'm squinting my eyes. Like, how the fuck? How do you tell a man no with an $800 million check in your face? I might, shit. I would, I would stab anybody <laughs> in the back for $800 million. I, I'm Damn. sorry. Damn, I would, fuck, cutthroat. That's, that's, that's a crazy statement. Man, right God, there. I know, dude. That's cutthroat as shit. <laughs> not, not, I will fucking kill someone. <laughs> yeah. No, I wouldn't, I would not no stab, love. I wouldn't stab anybody. Even your dad, even your dad. No, friend. I was going to say no family. Family's off limits. So any of us, I mean, fuck us. But I would make sure I wasn't fucking you over too bad. I better make sure I never get a bounty on my head because you would eat that shit alive. (laughs) I would. And someone say a thousand bucks to get him out of here? Fuck. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think it's a. I think it's crazy how he turned down that much. I think old boy got offered. You think they offered Chuck a hundred million? Maybe, man. They're literally offering people like like boatloads of money. Yeah, they really are. All right, man. I can see it. While we're speaking numbers, we might as well bring this new number into uh, play. We're going to all be eventually going through this same crisis when we get 50. Now, there is a famous... 50 years old? Yeah, there's a famous comedian that I used to think was fucking hilarious. That's why when I seen this topic, I'm like, damn, I really haven't seen Dane in so long. But um, do y'all, did y'all ever watch Dane Cook? I did not. B&E? I, mean, I watched a little bit of... B&E? Bit of, yeah. Well, uh, Mans was fucking funny. But Dane Cook uh, 
is engaged to his newly wife, who is now 23. I guess if you don't really know Dane Cook, it don't it don't necessarily matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter even that it's Dane Cook. But basically, this 50-year-old man has just got engaged to his 23-year-old fiance. The world went in up in arms because apparently he started talking to her when he was 47 and she was 18. 47 and 18, yeah, that's that's that is, pretty weird. That is, yeah. But yeah. it's the law. <laughs> it's the law. Uh, it's legal. I'm not going to lie. This made me, it disgusted me a little bit to watch because I used to think Dane Cook was really funny. 18's and I still think he's funny, he but I'm just like. I know, no. like, what are you going to do with your wedding? Yeah. <laughs> if you get her drunk, then that's going to really look weird. <laughs> it like, is, damn, you had to get your... It uh, is crazy to think in some countries, like, when you turn 18, it's like everything is accessible to you in one day. It's like, now I can smoke anything I want, drink, drive, so, have a gun, have sex. Like, that's a lot to unpack for one birthday. Some country you know what I mean? let you out the house. Now, not if you're female. I guess if you're male, yeah. But if you're female, there's there's a lot of these countries for females where it's like, fuck. I would have hated, nigga, to have a pussy overseas. That would be dangerous, bro. But Iraq or something. <laughs> or what? The, the one where they lock them in the house. The one. Uh, that's Saudi Arabia, dude. Damn. We, Saudi Arabia. Shout out to Saudi, uh, boy. Saudi Arabian, uh, so for one, gay people, gay, lesbian, whatever, like... Get killed. You get killed. And then two, you... If, if a female is seen in public, she has to, A, I, I'm pretty sure it's be wearing her burqa, and then two, she has to be, like, attended by uh, her husband or another male. Do y'all think that's why they do this? Because shit, like... With Dane Cook. I mean, just imagine being in, in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> what the <laughs> fuck? They're do, they do, they doing this to the women? <laughs> that would be fucked. I mean, the laws would get stricter where I'm at. I know that. My, I'm looking at my daughter like, what do you think it takes? I think they the, do all that shit because uh religious reasons. I think the it's Saudi I think it's purity. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's it's religious, but I think it's purity at, at any of it. I think it's like maybe, yeah. but we're one of the only countries that like separates church and state. Honestly, like a lot of countries do not. Yeah, we we don't even really worship God here. We just be we just be playing. We we, just, people worship whoever they want. We putting on a show here. Well, hey, I'll tell you another thing. Tristan Tate said, and this was kind of fucked up, but interesting. He says. Technically, Christianity isn't a real religion because any place where you don't get punished for breaking the rules of a religion, then it isn't real. So he said Islam is the last real religion because you can't disrespect Islam. What do you think of that? Who said that? Tristan Tate, man. Or wait a minute, wait a minute. Can you? Can you I don't. I don't. I'm not buying into so, that at so, all. So he said Islam is the last real religion because technically, if you're a Christian, you can do whatever you want. I mean, in America, and you wouldn't be punished for it, yeah. like like uh, cheating on your wife or, you know, blah, 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 shit like that. And he's saying Islam is the only place where if you disrespect it or, like, basically you couldn't be gay and go through an Islamic country without being killed. And that makes them the last true religion because they're the only one who's kind of true to their word. Following through with they're the only ones actually following. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> 
Technically, bro, I mean, I, I, I got to go with him. He made me, I mean, he's not the person who made me do this. I, I downloaded Quran a long time ago, but the it Quran. made me, yeah, I got it on my phone. I've already had it, though, but he made me re-download it. But who, I was like. Who made you re-download it? It's the last real religion. Okay. So, Tristan, uh, when, I, okay. when I heard him talking about it, I was like, well, I mean, I, I'm curious. What the fuck made these niggas so, so con, like, yeah. convinced? What makes them want to fight this shit so much? Dude, it's, uh, yeah. Oh. So why is he wrong, man? Tell me why he's wrong. I'm, I'm open to, to be swayed back to my original thought, which was back to I, had the a beginning. Lot of, like, I had a lot of respect we, for Christianity. We separate church and state. So whatever you worship, like, you're, there's no legal. So you agree with him? I think Christianity is a religion because it is a doctrine that you can follow. True. You know? No, not, well, yeah. There's not, there's not some overarching arm like the chair. Well, it's tough because you say Christianity, but there are actually a bunch of different arms within Christianity. Like mm -mm. there are Catholics, Baptists, Methodists. Yeah, he said all that. All this shit. All that but basically. Most people, yeah, they generalize it, and then it's hard to. I mean, but then a lot of people just say they're Christian, but they don't really pick a denomination, so they just kind of follow. That's his Christ point. And stuff. That's his point. Yeah. So, but. I don't know, because you would say Catholicism, still very much a real religion. Uh, Methodism, probably still very much a real religion. These are all still going on, and people are still following them, not just not the masses, though. Yeah, yeah. Will, like, like my grandparents, they go to a Baptist church. Yeah. And it is, it is, church. yeah, and it's a lot well, different than like a life church or something. It's a lot more traditional. Well, stuff, it's, a, you know? it's, it's also like saying that they also say it can't be true there because technically they're a they're a person but as a country the united states we're not we're not christian catholic or basically yeah, this it's, it's not, free it's here like, like it's all yeah. freedom here and it's all freedom i mean pretty much anywhere else you go but you go to islam disrespect that shit they're gonna blow you up like in saudi arabia yeah like if you're if yeah. you're here in america and you're i don't know like you're a lesbian like Christian Christianity and most religions like will not agree with that, but, but the government's not tied to those religions, hell. so they can't punish you for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. They can't. Whereas Saudi Arabia, their government is tied to their religion. Yeah, we so know if why you're breaking, it is. If you're breaking the law of their religion, you're breaking the law of the country as well. I'm, I mean, I get the why and the how, but it still doesn't prove his statement false. Which is like when you say the I government's mean, like pretty much a that's a statement that just can't be proven either way. I mean, yeah, I prove that something's real. Like that's tough. It is well, hard. The only thing, tough. the only statement he's making is any religion here you can openly disrespect it and go by your day to day life. Like I can walk every day in front of a church, flip it off, spit on it, cuss, do whatever I want, so, and go back home and take a shit and I think live. The answer would be. If by definition a real religion is something which cannot be disrespected without repercussion, then yeah, Islam is the only real religion in the Middle East. But it's like but that's also not the definition that really anybody subscribes to. So. But I know no one's kind of subscribes to it. But me personally, when I think about it, I don't have a tie to any of these religions. But when I think about it objectively and I'm just like, all right, so you, we have Christianity and we have Islam. And it's like, I live in a Christian, hell, I live, we live in the Bible belt. And it's like, I mean, we know what the fuck goes down. I mean, hell, there's fucking, 
there's undercover brothels up the street and at these hotels and shit. So I'm just saying, like, this For is real? a yeah, bro. Where's you, the closest one to here? Uh, it was closer to your old y'all old house. It was yeah. closer. It was closer to your old house, but you've probably driven past it. You don't really want to know. No, I'm not going to get ugly bitches but... in there. You're not going to want to fuck any of these hoes. They're dirty and just, they're Tulsa bitches, bro. <laughs> Are these like, uh, like, um, fuck motel, bro. Do you motels know and stuff? Tulsa or? for one, for, for massage porn, Tulsa was one of those. Tulsa is one of those places that have only gotten like not many places have gotten caught for like long form people giving you massages and getting paid off for happy it. endings, happy ending massages. Like, there's big. There's a lot of places in Tulsa that's gotten shut down for that. Hell, Javi been to one when we were in. When we were at OSU. He told me about it. Then I went in there and I tried to get one. Like I tried to get some help, but really, one, I look too young. I look like a baby boy. No one was in there and was gonna touch me. And two, <laughs> two, I didn't have any bread to really to back up what they should be touching me for. Dude, Nate, uh, do you remember whenever we went to Crybaby Hill that one year and then we, we stopped Islam. at no. the? Uh, were you? You know, no, I I was with you, fuck, man. no, you weren't there. That was uh, that was me. That was Carter. Carter, yeah, yeah. I remember you was telling us about it. But you should know that that's just the remnants of if it's still hanging around a little bit. And I know there's places you can still find a girl. Only reason I know is because I actually knew a person who was involved, who used to actually sell their pussy. Wow, dead ass. I I knew this person really well. Like one time, I I knew this person so well. That I was staying at their house, and when I came to their house, one of their clients was walking out. Really? One of their <laughs> clients, bro. <laughs> I was, and it was some older white man, bro. I was like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah. It was awkward as shit. I was like, damn, bro. This was, her, was her makeup all fucked up on her face and stuff? Um... All right, I can't give you too much information because then you might start putting shit together. I don't want you putting it together on the pod because I swore to protect this with my life. Like, that's something I don't want to ever, ever let slip. But after the pod, I'll tell you exactly who it is. No. Yeah, you can, <laughs> you can tell me off air. That's fine. <laughs> but um, so what do y'all think about this Dane Cook situation? Are you guys opposed to 50-year-old men it's marrying weird. 23? Should we get our women back to Islam? It's, it's a little weird. <laughs> it's a little weird. But I guess... Is what the laws are that we're acceptable with it? Could I, you see yourself in his shoes? Nah. I can't really see myself not, in his man. shoes. Nah. I, I can see myself not even piping an 18-year-old. I can see myself hitting a t- over 21. At 50, I would fuck someone over 21. But, like, at 50, I'm definitely yeah, not fucking anyone like with really, a teen. I'm, I'm really good with anything over 21, you know? like kind of For sure. I'm, I'm 26. 21 to 26, even to 32. I mean, I'm good with that range, you know, but I don't really dip below 21. Like, No, me either. Me either. Oh, no, I don't dip below. F- no, I was going to say some foul <laughs> shit. I don't even want to put my words behind it. Never mind. Yeah, I also don't dip below. I mean, I'm 25. So, technically, if there was a bad enough 18, 19, 20-year-old, I would probably still fuck. But she would have to be super bad for me to be wanting to. You know, bring her back. Yeah, it'd have to be like a bombshell, dude. Yeah, something that really strikes. But we're not fucking 50. It probably is in Dane Cases or Dane Cooks. uh, I have pictures. I have pictures. I have pictures. And I will say personally, from a person who hasn't got to really analyze it, she was not a bombshell. Whoa. I just hope. I mean, she's not one I'm saying. She's not one I'm going down. She's not one I'm going to tanter. She's not one I'm going to embarrass myself for, but 
I might fuck her after the show. After the show, like, don't tell none of your friends when you go back to college. Meet like, me in the dressing room I'm dang after cook. the show. B and E. I'm trying to bust a nut. <laughs> All right, I gotta see a picture of this girl. Yeah, I mean, oh no, man. I mean, it's legal. Power to him. I guess. I mean, hey, hey. You can't really say shit. I mean, it's legal, you know. Yeah. I can't say shit, but I can be kind of disgusted and fear for my own yeah, charter. Yeah, for sure. I'm weird. Like, just imagine how many 50-year-olds going to be shooting for your daughter. Like, if you end up having a beautiful daughter, which if you have one, you expect to have a beautiful daughter. He's just that celebrity thing, man. They get into their own. I'm going to tell my daughter. Sh- I'm going to. This is how you do it. This is a little gem for I, people. I told my daughter, I was like, look, you're 18. I can't control you, but at least get a, like, don't sign a fucking prenup. Oh, yeah. Get half of that shit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Grab oh, that yeah. bag. Yeah. But this is what you do. This is a little note. This is what I'm going to try on my daughter. I hope this works. But as she's young, I'm just going to pretend I get really disgusted when I see older men. Like, every time I come around an older man, I'm like, ugh. And then I'm going to point out all the flaws. Like, did you see how she's going to be like, ew. <laughs> now, if that shit ends up turning her on and she ends up fucking an old man, then I'm going to be disgusted in her. So it'll be a real cycle. What if, what if you guys go out and she's looking at these old men and she's like, oh, my God, Dad, did you see that guy over there? I'd smack He's her. A fucking <laughs> it's Bitch, like what the fuck? No, she like she like, like goes and starts hitting on some old guy in a wheelchair. Bro, have y'all ever? Y'all probably haven't seen this, but there's like a TikTok basically where like like a girl is doing something very disrespectful, and then they turn into a meme, but they turn into that basketball player who beat his girl, who beat his wife. What's his name from the Hornets? What's his name? Oh, Miles. Uh, Miles Bridges. Yeah, they turn into Miles Bridges. Like he goes what? Instead of meme, it's funny as fuck. Bro, but, did you hear about that, Nathan? No. You know who Miles Bridges on this. the Hornets is? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's the one who raps. He beat his uh, he beat his wife in front of his kid. Now he's like oh, about to serve like ten years in prison or something. That's insane. I feel I feel like I do remember hearing about that. I feel like this it's was like a year. He almost won like most improved ago, player right? last year too. Like he's good. Look, this is gonna be really fucked up for me to say, but there's a lot of people who have watched their parents get ass whoopings. And then have to go through some shit like this. So I'm hoping like that something turns around for him because like, I mean, I ain't saying he should be beating her ass. Definitely not in front of the kid. This is not acceptable behavior whatsoever. But let's just be honest about it. In the 70s, in the 80s, in the 90s, that was the norm. You you had to be getting, you had to be beating your wife in front of the kid so he knew better. But, you know, I'm not saying I should be preaching that type of household. Kids used to get spanked and hit so much, man. (laughs) I know for sure. Definitely. There's a whole Bill Burr bit on that on his last. uh, Bro. It's so fucking funny. Have you seen Evans for Family? Oh, man. He's fucking. Have you seen the new Bill Burr stand up? I listened to it in the car on my way up to the lake. It's pretty funny. Yeah. But. Let me let me get into this transition because we were already talking about older older men and older women. Um, I mean, what what are we talking about? Old men, young women. Let's talk about Marilyn Monroe. She's coming out. With, oh yeah, this is interesting. She's coming out with a. Is that Netflix? Yeah. So Netflix Shout is coming Netflix. out with a. Uh, you guys know what biopics are, right? Mm-hmm. Nathan, you know what a biopic is. Come on, yeah, man! Don't yeah. fucking insult us, bro. Okay. <laughs> so Netflix is coming out with a biopic of Marilyn Monroe. Mm. Um, dude, which actually, I don't know if you guys knew this, but she her birth name isn't Marilyn Monroe. Ooh, what is it? Let me look it up while I'm telling you guys what happened. But um, she's being played, the person who's playing the main part of Marilyn Monroe 
Her name is. Come on, man. Just say I it. know. I'm. I, I gotta look it up. Hang on. It's uh. <clears throat> you guys know who she is. She's from. She's bad. Oh, Anna Anna de Armas. She's bad. Anna de Armas. Um, for those of you who don't know, well, what what's she that shit she's on? Is Cuban? Isn't she on Knives Out? Yes. Yeah, she's the she's the maid on Knives Out. Yeah, Bitch she is, is on Knives Out, dude. She's so hot. Bad. But the whole point of this uh, being like a big thing is Marilyn Monroe was an American woman, white woman, and uh, Ana de Armas. She has a Hispanic accent. All right. And yeah. so I don't think this is really going to work out that well. Let me let me let me put in one argument for the people. For the people. I'm going to say this. Before today, there was not even a part of me who knew anything about what Marilyn Monroe's voice might sound like. I think the main allure to Marilyn Monroe is the beauty. So what if you're in the casting corner and you got two women, you got one white woman. She kind of looks like Marilyn Monroe. The voice is definitely there. But then you got another woman because old girl, they kind of can like, I mean, shit, from what I see, she kind of looks like her. A little bit. Uh, but she's bad. Have, she's bad. I'd have to see her with that little mole on her cheek, but like a fake mole. I just feel like the allure of Marilyn Monroe is the beauty. So to me, it's like as long as you match the beauty, if the voice isn't too egregious, I won't even trip. Because, I mean, have you seen Narcos? Probably not. I have not I've seen Narcos. Well, I mean, that dude isn't Mexican. He's like... He's something else, but not Mexican. And you know, there were some people who got up in arms like that about that. I think it was, I think it was Javi actually. <laughs> He's like, that man's not even fucking Mexican. But anyways, I don't know. I, I, did they say in the trailer? Could you hear her voice at all? I actually haven't heard the trailer yet, so I don't. But apparently, her accent's pretty thick. Really, it seemed kind of thick that and is, knives out. Like, I mean, if you're trying to do a biopic. You want to be as accurate as possible. If she had a strong so, Latina accent, I don't know if that would work. <laughs> but if it's barely there, then that's all right. But yeah, if you're saying it's thick, what if she starts spitting? <laughs> she gonna start spitting out Spanish when she get mad like in the middle of the scene. Yeah, that what would not make sense. Yeah, no, we can't do that. But yeah, Marilyn Monroe's birth name was Norma Jean Mortensen. Oh yeah, that's not hot. I'm not fucking with it. Norma is just disgusting. My Norma grandpa's Jean. name was Norman. So if you're Norma, Norman, I'm L. <laughs> Shout out my grandpa, real nigga. But uh, yeah, there's, there's not a whole like that's pretty much it on that one. Uh, well, I'm gonna say I'm excited for this show. Uh, oh no, I'm super excited for the movie. I think uh, I've I've always been so curious about Marilyn Monroe. I just don't know how they haven't done this yet. Like I feel like this should have been done. How how long ago did she die? The sixty sixty two. Yeah, like, I feel like, who the fuck is in Vegas writing these movies and shit? Like, y'all just now coming out with the Mike Tyson film, with the Marilyn Monroe film. Just came out with Elvis film. The Elvis film. Biopics, because they kind of, like, feel like a lot of movies have gotten played out. Mm -hmm. It's a new thing they can do now. That's true. Biopics probably wouldn't have hit. That probably is why they're doing, they're doing a lot of biopics now. They have been, like, rushing the market. want to watch biopics when, like, you know, Lord of the Rings and Pirates of the Caribbean and all these other crazy franchises are making 
new movies and shit. You're saying right. it, it would be hard to want to watch? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, technically, it's but, about to go out right now. I kind of like biopics, dude. I love biopics. Those are one of my kind of favorite kind of movies. Right. But I like music. I like the band biopics. Like, I saw, like, the Metallica one. That was pretty, or not Metallica. Like, Molly Crew. Oh, the like the the, the dirt, for, uh, dirt or whatever. Yeah. Oh, the I seen this one. Have you seen Queen. Elvis? I saw the one for Queen. That one's. Oh uh, yeah, what was that one called? But I have seen that one too. Freddie. They, should, they should honestly do one for Nirvana. I think they, cool. they they want will, man. They, they want will. to, dude. But from because I've actually looked it up, but they can't figure out like who they would want to play Kurt because I, that's such a hard thing to do. I bet they just Cody, wouldn't want to pay ahead. someone. <laughs> 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 I've I've heard rumblings of uh, Jared Leto maybe stepping in and doing that. I mean, every movie he's in, or he's just he does ruin it. Either picks bad movies to star in, or he just flops. I can't tell what. I've never seen him give out a great performance, but I have not seen Dallas Buyers Club, so I haven't seen that one. Jared Leto did. He ruined the Joker. He basically made it. He tried to put his own spin on Kurt Cobain, like. Yeah, so I don't, some yeah, artistic I don't, spin on. I don't Kurt want Cobain. that. Like, dude, Kurt was artistic enough. Like, he's I a method. Apparently, he's a method actor too. So, I don't even know how the fuck he even be coming up with these spins. But you doing like uh, heroin all the time. <laughs> I gotta get in character, guys. I don't know what it feels like to be a heroin. Addict. Like, you forgot to show up to set. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm excited for the Marilyn Monroe um, thing. I'm excited for the Mike Tyson one too, which comes out next month. There's a lot of good ones coming out. So uh, shout out to those, but we can go ahead and reel this one in. Hey, do you think uh, do you think Jared Leto method acted for Morbius? I haven't seen that he movie like, yet. He was like walking around in vampire like all the time. Have you already seen that? He movie? probably did. I didn't watch it. I heard I it was didn't trash. Watch it either, just and it, and they made a meme about it. Like once people start memeing your shit, like I'm for sure never gonna watch it. Not even on my freest of free times. So, but yeah. All right, man. Thank you all so much for sitting with us today. Uh, make sure you give us a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. OnlyFans. TikTok, uh, Facebook. Oh, not Fansly. Facebook anymore. We got kicked off of Facebook. We got kicked off a lot of shit. Even our last episode got flagged for COVID uh, violations. <laughs> it really five did. Five vaccine later, we got our first flag. First, we got took off two weeks ago. Now we got our flag. It was 85 fucking episodes, but we finally got flagged. All I'm saying is I know China's the one in power, but fuck U.S. Y'all really coming for us right now, so slow it down. But yeah, make sure y'all give us five stars. Thank you so much.